Empire is no longer, and the Beskar has returned. When one chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. How can one be a coward if one chooses this way of life? Have you ever removed your helmet? No. Has it ever been removed by others? Never. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Come book bullies with nerds and new bully. Me host Leroy, aka uh, Dude Love, with my co-host. <laughs> uh, this is Eli, aka Devon Dudley. <laughs> Why the fuck did I say mankind? That's what happened to do this <laughs> shit on on the spot. Uh, yeah, and we're back with another episode. And yeah, uh, Eli, guess what? This is the week before Thanksgiving. It sure is. Yeah, are, are you excited? Are you? Uh, I'm excited of not having to get up early. <laughs> that's cool hey nothing wrong with that you get to sleep in and eat with the family stuff like that uh eli tell me this okay do you have any woke members in your family when you ever have thanksgiving uh not really okay i have plenty okay you know they're always talking about uh, thanksgiving you know it's this type of holiday and we shouldn't celebrate stuff like that pass the peas like hold up you can't do both it's one or the yeah. other you know same thing yeah with, uh july the 4th you know you're always complaining but you're still getting a plate so it's like, yeah, what are the other? You can't do both. So yeah, I mean, natives. I mean, we're all aware of shit, you know. But that's why I was kind of wondering, like, when you told me you celebrate Thanksgiving, I'm like, really? Yeah, I mean, natives need any, don't don't really need any excuse to get together and eat, you know. <laughs> so if they, if they get a chance to feast on some shit, yeah. they'll do it. You know, at and, least in my family. <laughs> and you know what? I, I agree with you. I agree with you. We get so caught up on these holidays, like, what are we doing this for? Honestly, the reason it's kind of celebrated no longer really matters. As long as you get together with your family, have fun, stuff like that. Because Christmas. Christmas isn't what we think it is. No, it's not. Like, it's, it's really a pagan holiday. It, yeah, and it's and it's all about consumerism. It's all yeah. about... But at the same time, <laughs> we don't get too deep into that stuff. It's, you're celebrating no. your family and all stuff like that. And that's what it's all about. So, yeah. yeah. It's fun to be woke, but don't get too woke. Basically, Christmas, Christmas is basically the... The Viking holiday. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's really a Viking holiday. Like, all that stuff, like gift-giving, the Christmas Yule, tree. Like, yeah, Yule and the log, and yeah, that's all. That's Jesus all, wasn't like, even born in the winter? No. Yeah, it ain't even Jesus' birthday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're probably celebrating Thor more than we're celebrating Jesus, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. So all those Christians who, who bitch about, you know, losing their holiday— they, right. They need to celebrate their their real shit. Celebrate Christmas in July, dumbasses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, well, people get pissed at me because I'm not selling Kwanzaa or anything like that. So shit, I, I'll figure it out next year. <laughs> yeah. Do they get gifts? If they don't get gifts, fuck it. 
<laughs> okay. That being said, like I said, we don't care about Thanksgiving. Nobody really cares about Thanksgiving. It's cool to have fun with your family, but all we care about is Black Friday. Now, or Cyber Monday. Is and, 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 and Cyber Monday really a thing? Has it really caught I, on yet? I, I, not really, but you do get. I did. I did get a good deal on a PlayStation Four back in the day. I'm like just saying, I'm the same deals I saw on Black Friday on Cyber Monday. I didn't see anything better. Like I'll go it's, on Amazon and expect something. Well, like I mean, it. you don't have to get off your ass and like you know, fight your way through carnage on, on, on Cyber <laughs> Monday. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like that, you're getting a Popeye's chicken sandwich TV. or something. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you won't get killed on Cyber Monday. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen so many videos last year at Walmart where they just open the doors, people just flood in and just start knocking each other with TVs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but here's the thing, Eli, what I'm noticing with these retail stores now, they've done away with Black Friday. It's gone. Oh, oh really? Yeah. So a lot of stores, if you start checking out, and I'm letting everybody know, here's a free tip. The Black Friday sales are actually happening now. <laughs> yeah. So the same sale they've been doing, they, they started since Sunday. So the same sale you're going to see Sunday. Same sale's going to be Friday. Same's going to sell whatever. So just go ahead and get the stuff now. You know, yeah. no reason to wait for Friday. Wake up in the morning. Got to fight somebody over a TV to sit. Now just walk in and get it. So well, I get paid Friday, so I got to wait. <laughs> okay. I, get paid for, I don't get paid till the Friday after next. Oh, damn. That's what sucks because they got a, uh, they got a, uh, a, I want to get the Xbox One X. Not the regular one, the, the good one. You know. Well, with all the memory. Yeah, all the memory and playing 4K and all the stuff like that. No one cares about this shit except me. But Get I can't. Virtual reality porn going and shit. <laughs> you can see everything. Everything. You're immersed. <laughs> 60 frames per second. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. So that's the shit I care about. But the ring thing is, I don't get paid to the week after next. And technically, this is uh the first of the month. So it's kind of like the rent check anyway. Yeah, that is true. So it's like, man, it really sucks, man. But you got to do what you got to do. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Xbox rent. Xbox rent. Yeah, Xbox. <laughs> uh, let me say if we move on to the next part of the podcast yep alright so let's start off with the uh, box office numbers which is kind of eh whatever Ooh. Uh, yeah. but give it to me Eli what is the number one movie of the week uh, a Disney movie came out what one was it doesn't matter it is a Disney movie that came yeah. out and it yeah. is destroying the box office because that's what Disney movies do so it is yeah. Frozen 2 Frozen that's what came out yeah yeah People get thinking, like, why are they making these movies so close together? Uh, Frozen 1 came out in 2013. Okay. Yeah, it's like the people that watch that movie, like the kids watch the movie, they, they're grown now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen it. Me neither. Even my, yeah, even my kid didn't like it. She, 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 you know, but to at get the time, it was like the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, I heard that like the song was all big and shit. And... Like, you know, a, you know a movie is big when you start seeing memes about it. And, you know, like, you know, all kind of gifts and stuff. And you're just like, I don't get it. What the fuck are they talking about? Like, I, I don't get, like, when you guys make Game of Thrones and Walking Dead, like, memes <laughs> and shit, I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. Yeah. So, so when I see all this frozen, let it go, or whatever the fuck that shit is, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh. So, mom called me at, uh, last night, asked me, did I have Frozen 1 on the fire stick because she want to take my, my nephew's birthday is technically today. So she wants to take him to see Frozen 2, but they never saw Frozen 1. I'm like, yes, I have it on Fire Stick because it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's on, isn't it on Disney? Yeah, it's on Disney+. Plus. But I, I never even, it even considered my thought process to even watch Frozen because I don't give a shit about Frozen. You know, but it's like, it's there. So I'm like, we're going to come home. We can watch Frozen on Disney+. Plus. Because my mom had never even heard Disney+. Plus, So I'm going to have to sell her on the whole process. <laughs> it's got every Disney movie ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's gonna be a fun process. Uh, yeah, that's Frozen too. So number two, for Ford versus Ferrari. You don't want to see this movie. We'll see from there. Uh, number three, oh, number three, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Mr. Rogers movie. Yeah, the Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers movie. So cool. Uh, number four, ooh, okay, 21 Bridges. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's that's not good, Eli. <laughs> that is not good. Okay, here's the thing. Let me talk about this for a second. Okay, so for those who don't know what Twin Bridges is, Twin Bridges is the the Chadwick Boseman uh, star vehicle that's produced by the Russo brothers. You know, uh, and that's really all I know about the movie. I don't know what the I plot didn't know is that. about. I didn't know they produced it. Yeah, they said they didn't direct it. They're just one of the executive producers, whatever, like that. So Chadwick Boseman is a star. He's all over the poster. Got his name on there. But Eli, it debuted at number four at less than ten million. This is what I was scared of because. Chadwick Boseman is an awesome actor, great actor. Matter of fact, when he I saw his first role in Forty Two, which he played Jackie Robinson you know, yeah. against uh, Harrison Ford, something like that. As soon yeah. as I saw that movie, I made a tweet, and you can go back and check my background tweets back in whenever that movie came out. You know, uh, and I said, whoever this guy playing Jackie Robinson, Marvel will be giving him a call. I said that shit right then because I was like, <laughs> he's gonna be somebody, a superhero, whatever, like that. So super talented guy, all that, but. We just talked about this what two weeks ago, three weeks ago. You can't sell a movie. You can't sell a movie on a movie star. Nah, it doesn't work. If Will Smith is flopping now, what the hell chance does Chadwick Boseman have? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, we can talk about the like, take the Marvel movies out of the equation. Marvel can make anybody a, a box office star. They can make Paul Rudd a box office star. So that should tell you something. I mean, he's not successful in anything else. What, dinner with schmucks or some shit? That's what he's playing before he's playing Ant-Man. So the same thing can can, uh, can be said for Chadwick Boseman. Awesome actor, you know, great at Black Panther, but he doesn't put butts in the seats. Not him, not his name alone. You know, so that's why this movie debuted at number four. And it really hurts because I was kind of curious to see, can he sell a movie in his own? And it doesn't look like he can. So Not um, against Frozen. I mean, but even against Ford, he can't outsell Ford versus Ferrari. No. In its, in its third week. So, uh, yeah, number yeah. five, Midway. Movie you wanted to see. I don't know if you saw it or not. Uh, number six. No, I, I tried to go see it the other night, and the motherfuckers wouldn't start. Like, we, there was like ten of us in the theater. Yeah. Seriously. I went to the theater, bought my ticket, fucking sat in the theater. It was like ten other, it was like the late showing, sitting there waiting for the movie to start. Never started. Supposed to be at 10 o'clock. 10.15 came up. Some woman got up. Does anybody know when the movie's supposed to start? Well, damn. We're like, we're like 10. So then we all go out. Hey, yo. We go to the manager. Movie hasn't started. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll get it going now. Like, skip the previews, man, because we don't want to be here all night. So, cool, cool, cool. So we all go back in the theater. We're all waiting. Another 10 minutes goes by. Still nothing. People start getting up. Man, this is taking too long. I'm just going to leave. They all start leaving. I was the last one left. I finally went back, <laughs> went up to the manager and said, yo, man, Midway never started. I started that movie. Theater the 10, hell? right? I'm like, no, man, theater 6. <laughs> she she started drug testing these folks, man. <laughs> she started it in the wrong theater. <laughs> what the hell? Were you at the Magic Johnson Theater or some shit? What the fuck? fuck? This is an AMC. <laughs> Damn. But hey, I got a free pass. So she gave me a free pass. Okay, give me something, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically throwing them under the bus on this podcast. All of our <laughs> listeners stay away from whatever the fuck movie theater Eli went to. Yeah. So, 
So I tried to see Midway, but I, it, they never started <laughs> the movie. It's like, so, yeah. And they wonder why the movie theaters are going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till you get them on fire, Sticky. How about that? Uh, number six, Playing with Fire. Uh, number seven, The Good Liar. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Number eight, your movie, Charlie's Angels. Oh, Yo, yeah. I'm yeah. People are just just so excited this movie. Just let me talk, let's talk about Charles Angel for a second. You talked about it on Geeks Ave. You actually went in detail on Geeks Ave. We briefly talked about it last week on on what's the name of this podcast? Comic Bullies. Yeah. <laughs> and so let's briefly readdress, uh, readdress some things like that. Like you said, Elizabeth Banks came up with a statement basically hinting at you know guys don't like her movies. You know she's trying to sell the only movies that sell like Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel because they're in a male dominated genre and shit like that you know we don't see at movies uh starring women with in action movies all this is yeah. bullshit you know yeah. but for instance let's say let's say she's correct let's say everything she said was correct about what she said we didn't see this movie because we're men we're stupid we don't like movies with action women stuff like that it's all good in that so why didn't women go see your movie yeah i mean jason momoa wasn't in it Exactly. Well, maybe not so. You know, that's the thing. Like, you can bash men all you want to. You got to remember your target audience. Like, for instance, you make a a, a romantic comedy show like that. They don't expect men to go see those movies. They expect you know when Tyler Perry makes a movie, he expect black women to go see his movies. If yeah. I don't see his movie, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's gonna make his money regardless. So if you make a movie, so it wasn't just men who didn't like your movie. Women didn't like it either. Nobody liked the movie. You're right. So I guess women are too stupid to like your woman movie too. So we gotta be yeah. need to do some, I don't know, uh self evaluating, you know. Yeah. It's like no one gave, gives a shit about Charlie's Angels. That's pretty much all it is. Right. Man, woman, non binary. Yeah. What, what what else we have? Yeah. Uh and then it then it just looked like shit. The exactly. fucking trailer looked like shit. I mean, because yeah. if you want us to, if you want to get people to go see a movie, you have to give something to make us excited. You have to make us sit down like, hey, what is that? If you're not doing it, even if it don't look like shit, even just look normal, regular, like everything else, that's not going to yeah. get us to go see a movie. It has to yeah. be something to make us stop and be like, hey, what is that? If you're not doing that, you failed. Bottom yeah. line, if you're average, we don't give a shit. You're bad, we definitely don't give a shit. So. Yeah, it looked bad. The shit looked bad. It looked bad, so yeah. whatever. That, that's that's why I didn't go see it, because I was like, nope, ain't for me. That's why nobody <laughs> went to see it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, next time, quit blaming your movies because we're too stupid to like your movies, and if you're going for <laughs> women, you know, do something for women. No. Uh, number, where are we? Number nine, Last Christmas. Not the horror movie, the movie with uh, Game, of Chick, Game of Thrones chick. Uh, oh. Number ten, Joker. You're hanging in there. Wow. It just will not leave. It's just this. It's, it's about time to pull it out the theaters now, Warner Brothers. Is it going to keep it in there until Star Wars comes out? Um, and I'm going to just go one more. Number 11, Harriet. Oh. Now, <laughs> the only reason I want to talk about this is because of the stupid-ass news that I heard in, in time. Uh, apparently, like Harriet, they've been you know shopping this movie around since the 90s. And at the time, of course, they picked the best uh, actress they thought that could play the role at the time, Julia Roberts. Like what the fuck? So apparently they had no black executives in that room at the time, but like you know, raised their hand like, uh, maybe you shouldn't do that, you know. <laughs> or maybe even the person that was shopping them, I think they did. So like, 
Harry, uh, Julia Roberts, maybe not. You know, they're like, well, she's a big actress, and it's it was a long time ago. I remember what Harry Tubman looked like. Like, like no, she looked like you know Julia Roberts. This reminds me of that the Chappelle show with Paul Mooney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The Last Samurai starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> the Mexican starring Brad Pitt. <laughs> the World's Fastest Indian starring Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> like, that's basically what Hollywood was doing at the time. So I'm glad somebody finally raised their hand and be like, you know what, let's not do that. So hopefully Julia Roberts would have said, you know, like, I don't want to take this role. I don't want to get thrown on the bus. You know, don't do like Scarlett Johansson. Raise her hand for every role that's out, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's all the movie news right there. Like I said, it's pretty much. What's the next big movie other than Star Wars? Like, is Star Wars, and that's it. Um, this year, yeah, Star Wars, and yeah, I think that's it. For, I think that's it. We we might need to start compiling our our top uh comic book movies of the year. List. Okay, not, not now, yeah, but yeah. Now, no, it's coming up. No, no, no. We need to do best comic book movies of the decade. Of the decade, yeah. Okay. Let's go all in. Yeah, that means be no joke. Dark Knight. Everybody loves Dark Knight. Doesn't count. Can't use it. <laughs> so what else you got? Yep. It'll be interesting. Uh, shoot, what else we got on the list? Um, let's talk about Avengers Endgame. Since we already talking about Avengers, well, we weren't talking about Avengers. We're talking about best comic book movies. Whatever. Best Avengers has actually got nominated for a Grammy. Now, Eli, let me ask you a question. If I put a mm-hmm. gun in your head right now, could you hum the theme song to the Avengers? Uh, probably. Okay. Do you got a gun? You want you got that gun to my head? Am I supposed to do it? No, 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 no. I do not want <laughs> you to hum. No, 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 no. I want you to hum it. Yes, I have a gun to your head right now. Hum the Avengers theme song. Uh, it goes da 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 da. The fuck? <laughs> That's Conan. <laughs> what is Rambo? Remember the ending battle? That's all I know. Okay. Now, I'm like that gif with Wesley Snipes at the end of New Jack City where he got to shoot his partner. Tears coming down his eyes. Can you do it? Can you do it? I can do it. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Want me, want me beatbox? No, 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 because you're going to beatbox Rambo and throw me off and then have to shoot me afterwards. Okay. That's Knight Rider. No, no, no. Shit. I had it for a second. Now I got Knight Rider in my head. Fuck it. We're both dead. Somebody's gonna yell out night right and it's gonna fuck the whole thing up. <laughs> oh but here's the thing. It's not the only superhero movie that's got nominated for a Grammy. There was another Okay. The other one? Into the Spider-Verse. Oh yeah. yeah. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That fucking post Malone song and shit. Yeah. Sunflower. What's up, danger? What's up, danger? That's the jam, right That's there. That's the jam. I, I know what's up, danger. I was listening to that. I was like, so yeah, Avengers probably won't. I get shot for Avengers because I want the theme song. I know what's up, danger. I do. Yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna because, do it. Because but... because of my kid, I know that post Malone song too. What the fuck, man? <laughs> now, yeah. everybody gives post Malone the credit on that song, but actually, I like the uh, what's that? Slim Jimmy, not Slim Jimmy. Ray Shrumman, the other guy that's on the song actually makes the song. He's from Mississippi. 
but I okay. can't remember his name. The guy, the guy that's not Post Malone. The guy that's not Post Malone. Not. He's not even singing. No, he is singing. No, I mean Post Malone's not. Yeah, singing. yeah, Post Malone's not even singing. It's the other, yeah. guy, the other guy that's doing. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever he's doing, he's the main guy doing it. But Post Malone gets all the credit. Oh, Post Malone also got uh best rap album in the American Music Awards last night. I'm like, what the fuck? He don't even like rap. He said rap is yeah, crap, I even have... though he's he's a rapper. Yeah. Whatever. I think we got on a tangent. Uh what was I talking about? Yeah, we get shot for playing. Spider Man's gonna win it. I hope so. Even though I did like Avengers theme song, even though I can't remember it. it yeah, <laughs> like you remember Superman and Batman and that Wonder Woman things. Remember the Wonder Woman from BBS? Yeah. Whatever you think about BBS. That guitar solo shit. Like that shit was awesome. You remember that shit stick out. Avengers, you just like, I kind of remember it, but I don't. It's weird because it's the same guy that did Back to the Future. Yeah, Sylvester. And that shit is classic. That shit is, you know, easily memorable. Yeah, what's the Back to the Future theme song? I hope that's it. No, 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 no. That's Huey Lewis in the news. That don't count. That don't count. That's awesome. That's cheating for a little while. That's cheating. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Let's jump into it. Like I said, we talked about that. Let's jump into... Before We were talking about the Mandalorian. We were talking about the Mandalorian for a second. We could. Okay, before we jump into the Mandalorian, I want to actually talk about the news that the surrounding the Mandalorian. So we all know the standout character from the Mandalorian TV show. If you don't know, we're gonna tell you, Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, since it's Thanksgiving, we're gonna pray, uh, do a Thanksgiving prayer right now. Dear eight pounds six ounce Baby Yoda, fifty tiny, years old. <laughs> fifty years old, tiny <laughs> hands. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we saw this Baby Yoda, and I called this last week. I was like, eventually they're gonna make a toy. So at the beginning of the week, after I said that shit, they were saying like Disney has no no uh, plans of making a toy or they're not gonna make a toy by Christmas. I'm like, the fuck? Are you guys yeah, stupid. They want to keep it a secret. Right. I'm like, do you hate money? Some shit. Like, we know what you're doing. <laughs> we yeah. know you want to make a toy. So yeah, then later on that week they said, Oh yes, when we have the toys out by Christmas, we're gonna be flooding the markets like that. I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. Now people are getting pissed about that, saying, Oh, Star Wars is exploiting us and trying to make money. Like, have y'all not been paying attention to Star Wars. Like, <laughs> they've been doing this since the seventies. Force Friday. Yeah, I mean that's how George Lucas with you. And... Yeah, I mean I'm, I'm gonna give you a little secret. George Lucas, when he was making these movies, made more money off the merchandising than he made off the actual movie. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. That was his main focus. And we kept throwing in random ass cash like that so he can crank out a toy from Kenner or whatever like that. You know. Mm-hmm. So that that was his thing. So prune face. <laughs> hammerhead. Remember that yeah, guy? Hammerhead. Remember hammerhead? I do remember Hammerhead. <laughs> he didn't even have like a crazy ass name, just Hammerhead. Hammerhead. Snaggletooth. <laughs> <laughs> I had all those toys. Fuck it. Play the shit out of Hammerhead. Yak, yeah, was it Yak Face? Did the guy Yak Face? <laughs> right. I remember Yak Face. <laughs> I'm one of on 12 star systems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Walrus yeah, Man. Yeah, you can at least yeah. get creative with this shit. You know, <laughs> even if you can't think of a name, hand this shit out to like a fan or something like that. Name this fucker. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's that. Now, actually, talk about the Mandalorian. Let's talk about the Mandalorian show. Now, Eli, how do you feel about this episode? Because I know you kind of up and down. You know, you saw cutesy baby Yoda. You was like, mm, I don't know. What do you think about this episode? Cool. 
Yeah, this one was cool. We, we, uh, I mean, we're they're still keeping us in the dark on what's going on, but uh, uh, we still don't know what they're doing, what, what why they want um, this this child. I, I Who think wants we do, this though. child? I think we do. Yeah, but they're not. We we have respect. Yeah, we we kind of know what happened. Everybody not, got their fan theories. Yeah, yeah, they they haven't really cemented the the the, uh, the reason yet. Um, but but yeah, just. Uh, Seeing seeing the Mando, mm-hmm. you know, uh, growing a conscience and taking the kid back and fighting his way out of town. So pretty cool action scenes, and you got to see the the Mandalorians with their jetpacks and shit. And yep, you like I had to keep me one of those. I, and I always wonder, like, why the hell he didn't have one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was cool. You know, I mean, I'm, I got, I really got no complaints about the show. Okay, yeah. I feel like this is the 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 ceasefire, you know, for Star Wars fans, you know, yeah, we're tearing each is... other apart. And this uh, Mandalorian was like, okay, we're we're this is the calm before the storm. <laughs> Relax yeah, now, it's... everybody's on board. You either like really really love the show or you like the show, but nobody hates the show. No, but no, I think you, yeah. right. But we got to wait till Rise of Skywalker comes out. Yeah, that's when all the the whiny butthurt fanboys are gonna. This movie sucks. <laughs> I hate this shit. I'm only seeing it five times. <laughs> <laughs> and the fan base would just eat itself all over again. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're right back to it. But yeah, this is my favorite episode. I know you guys hate it because it's only 30 minutes. It's not an hour like the first one. I love the fact that the show is, you know, it's not quite 30. It's like 36, 37, something like that. Like 40, yeah, almost 40. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like the pacing was perfect. I didn't feel like there was any filler. I didn't feel like there was padding time. I feel like everything that they did in the episode made, had a purpose. You know, yeah. Uh, it was completely predictable. We knew what the ending was going to be. You know, but it, it didn't matter. You know, yeah. I like the fact that the Mandalorian. You know, he he took his back to you know his people. He kind of got a conflict with them, but then when he got the money to him and they made him a new outfit, you know, he walked in the bar like you know in school first day of school when you get new Jordans. That's why he was walking no, like, but okay. <laughs> that's just like, oh man, that's just awesome the way he was walking in this like that. Are those fake? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. and so and then he went and got the baby and stuff like that. And the reason I'm saying we got those fan theories because the the I think the the badge the guy had a Camino badge on him. So he's one of those clones. Oh from, really? Yeah, from episode oh, two. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, that's what they, that's the theory. That's the theory. But he did have a Camino badge on him. So. And then from that point on, he like it pretty much turned into John Wick. Pretty much, it was, it was John Wick in space, shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, especially when all the bounty hunters, like their alarms went off, like that, like it's basically like the assassins in John Wick Three, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Weathers staring him down, stuff like that. Man, no, you know, it's like that. Here's the thing about that. I don't think Carl Weathers was really trying to capture him. I think he was still trying to give him a way out. Because why? Yeah. Did he, why did he tell him put the baby on the speeder? Now you put the baby on speedy, you know what he's going to try to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what he was trying to give him a way out. But then, And he's obviously not dead. I'm, I'm sure he just... You know. And the thing is, I think Mandalorian even shot, or Mando even shot him in a way that he knew he wasn't going to kill him. Yeah, well, he shot him in the in the breast where he had his, the, the, the armor. or the Right, where the, where, so that, that, that the uh, currency or whatever. Yeah, you know? But he saw him put, put it in there. So he made sure to shoot him in a place where he knew he wasn't going to kill him. Yeah. But I think they both had like equal respect for life. They wouldn't really both have to kill each other. Like there, yeah. there was respect there, and I like that. Uh, especially with the 
the other Mandalorians just came out of nowhere and protected him. You got the, the big dude with the Gatling gun and the other dude with the, you know, with the jetpack. And, you know, they had the mantra, this is the way. You know, I was love, yeah. loving that shit. Every every episode like, has a catchphrase. So, as long as I keep that going, I'm happy with it. Now, as much as that there's one person on the planet, Earth, that is not a fan of this show. And guess who it is? Oh, yeah? Who's that? Anita Scarsesian. Scarsesian? <laughs> fuck their name. Who the hell is that? <laughs> okay, she's a feminist. Oh, yeah, shit. that hates all sci-fi and video games, and that's pretty much how she made. She's a YouTuber. Uh, she made money by making a Kickstarter, saying she's gonna make a feminist YouTube video, shitting on comic books and video games and how sinister they are. So once she, once they paid her the money, she had the Kickstarter. She took off with the money, and nobody saw her again. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So she never made the video. Just took oh, the money shit. and ran. You know. Until she showed up on Twitter uh, shitting on Mandalorian. Why are there no women in this show? It's the third episode by now, and I don't see any women. Like, you dumbass. The head of the Mandalorian clan is a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, this episode was... Those those, those monsters he had to ride are all female. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> are you assuming their gender? <laughs> what he even said? They're female. The males get eaten during breeding or whatever, or mating. See, I, I didn't catch that. That's an Easter egg, okay? Uh, and like I said, the episode was directed by a woman. You know, I think they said the director of this episode was going to direct the whole Obi Wan, like, see, like she's going to be the Obi Wan showrunner or whatever. You know, uh, and plus we hadn't even seen uh, G- Gina Carano. Did I say her name right? Yeah, yeah. Her well, she and hasn't, she hasn't showed up yet. Right, and Ming Na, Ming Na Wen. Oh. Both of them are going to show up, and they're both women. Last I checked. <laughs> yeah, so. So it's just like she's just trying to get they, they, fuck, how about you pay everybody their money back? How about that instead of complaining yeah, no about shit. <laughs> take the money and run? Sounds but, like a shitty video. <laughs> right, like this half ass YouTube video. Like I, my shit's better than that, and I don't charge anybody for, for Kickstarter. <laughs> Maybe I should. Just take that shit, just run a sweet or something. Big titty no. uh made name Heidi or some shit. I don't know. Uh but yeah, awesome episode, man. Lauren can't wait to see what happened. I, I did like the fact that now this is deep. That that he had the ice cream maker uh, in who? the fucking uh, where uh, when they paid when they paid the Mandalorian in the beginning for the bounty and he brought out the that white container thing mm-hmm. the ice cream maker now that was a trivia question that's this is some deep ass Star Wars lore that oh. does a uh, I fuck I forgot the guy's name see I would have got the answers wrong boom <laughs> I'm dead again so if you, <laughs> I, I forgot the guy's name but it was an obscure question you know. A couple years ago, me and my friends entered a Star Wars trivia at a bar. We play second place out of all the teams, so we did pretty good. But uh, but there was one question on there, like, what was the name of the guy running around with an ice cream maker? And we did. I was like, what the fuck? But it turns <laughs> out he's like a one-second shot in Empire Strike Back during cloud the, the evacuation of Cloud City. Mm-hmm. Everyone's running through the halls and shit, and this dude's running through, and he's carrying this white container. And it was just a prop, but it was an ice cream maker. Wow. You know? <laughs> and um, it was like, oh, shit. So on this episode, yeah, they, they brought out the money, and it was that ice cream maker, and only they opened it up and had all that steel in there, that currency. Okay, that's some deep cut shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hey, the ice cream maker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that's some inside baseball right there. Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, that, I, I, yeah, I'm on another level. 
Oh yeah, but like I said, awesome episode. Can't wait to see what they do. So it looked like it's gonna every the rest of the episode is gonna be on Friday. So let they have a set schedule now. So we'll see how yeah. the story unfolds from there. Uh, now moving past that, let's move on to some other because I decided to actually subscribe to HBO. Okay. Because everybody in their mama has been talking me into this new Watchmen show. I'm like, okay, let me. See. I only saw the first episode. First episode, like I said, you can go back and listen to the episode. I was kind of, you know, eh about it. Didn't know if I want to continue it. Eli, I think you loved the first episode or whatever. Yeah, I did. I, I was pretty much hooked. Yeah, so we were kind of <laughs> like the opposite. But like I said, after getting to it, not this. Was, I've been Watchmen out this and whole week. I just been like blanked out of Watchmen. Okay, I the whole the the graphic novel. Is on Comixology Unlimited right now, mm-hmm. so I don't have to pay for it. I get well, I'm technically I'm paying for, it, but I can just go and just download it and just look at it. Basically, like their Netflix for comics, it's just on mm-hmm. there. I can just read it. Yeah. You know, so I took the whole time, read the whole thing. That is that is a task. Like I it started is. Thursday and I finished today. Like that, yeah. That's that was me last week. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I reread it last week and. That that's that's yeah that you that's not a breezy read. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> this like isn't Justice tried... League or Avengers. This yeah. is... <laughs> I'm like I gotta take a shit. Oh, I'll jump out a chapter of Watchmen, and right. then I'm sitting around a shit and my legs are starting to fall asleep. Like damn, I can't finish this book right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like I'm just, like one issue is like it's so dense. It's just like it's just so yeah. much shit going in there, and it's not just the the reading of it. Like the actual every single panel in there something is in the background or something is happening that you have to pay attention to that it tells yeah. the story. So you just can't just breeze through watching and just think you're going to get through it. And I think that's what fucked me up the first time I read it. Yeah. You know, I just, because that's another thing, like when you read stuff or you view stuff or, you know, stuff you read a decade ago, more than a decade ago, you look at it through different lenses, a different, you know, viewpoint than what you did the first time you did it. Like any movie you saw, like when I watched Star Wars back when I was a kid and the way I watch Star Wars now, two completely different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I look in more detail. And the same way with the Watchmen. Like, it was a lot of stuff that happened with the Watchmen I didn't understand. But now I can yeah. appreciate that now because I'm older and more mature. Yeah. You and know? yeah, I was like, same here. Like, the first time I read it, you know, I was like right out of high school and mm-hmm. I didn't understand all the politics involved. And, you know, and then read it later on and kind of got it. But then the last, I think the last time I read it is when the movie came out right. like 10 years ago. And even then, I was like, I, I, I could appreciate it, but I, you know, I didn't pay attention to the appendixes, all that stuff in the back of the comics, right. all the articles and the books and, you know, the, that, you know, all that stuff, including in the back. I, I just sort of skimmed through that shit and not pay attention. So the show is really diving deep into the, all that information. So this time around, I really paid attention to all that shit. So that's what made it even more of a you know more of a dense read yeah you know, it took me yeah, even longer you start reading that stuff right because you can't breathe yeah. through anything on there so yeah with those 12 issues because that's how long watch was with 12 issues alan moore created a whole universe those yeah. 12 issues flesh out that universe better than some 50 issue runs i've read of other books <laughs> like there is so much shit in there like by the time you get to it you know every character in the book you know all their backstory well the majority of their backstories what they're doing, why they're doing it, you know, the Minutemen, you know, the Crime Busters, all this stuff. It's like so mm-hmm. deep. That's why you just can't watch the Watchmen Zack Snyder movie and think you understand everything. You really no. don't. No. Like it's it's Cliff Notes. That's all it is. Pretty much. Yeah. Or it's maybe like even a mixtape or something like the highlights of what happened in the book, you know. But that's that's about it. But now, like I said, we talk about this, like talk about the TV show. Now, 
uh, Eli, this episode, last episode that just came on, is probably like my favorite episode of anything this year. Like yeah. it just it just blew me away, just every little detail that was in there. Now, before we actually get into the like I said, we're gonna go full spoilers with this episode. It's a lot of stuff I want to break down, a lot of stuff that I uh caught went on Twitter. So I just want to make a a a warning to all comic skaters. We're about to get into some very sensitive issues that may trigger you. So if you're a comic skater, just you probably ain't listening to this anyway. <laughs> yeah. If you're a comic skater, you, you're losing your mind over last night's episode. Exactly. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> probably just took the TV and just, just threw it out the window or some shit. Yeah. You know? Put your yeah, fist through it or something. Yeah, you got your fucking Rorschach mask on TikTok. TikTok. Oh, oh, you know they're making YouTube videos right now. <laughs> Let me tell you why Watchmen is the worst thing I've ever seen since Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. yeah, the same thing. So let's just, uh, first off, let's talk about the whole episode is pretty much, you know, how, um, you know, Regina King character. So, uh, should we try, should we try and do a quick recap real quick? I'm going to let you do the, that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to, just to get them caught up. Cause this, this, cause this refers to everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So, for those who don't know who aren't familiar with the Watchmen, like if you, this this show is a direct sequel to the book, not Zack not Snyder's the movie. movie, right? Yeah. So this takes place 2019 of that Watchmen universe in the book, and since then it's 30 years later. Robert Redford has been the president since then, which um, he and at the end of the book it was announced <laughs> that he was running. Yeah, he was running at the end of the book. Yeah. Um, and basically, it's Tulsa, um, Oklahoma, the cops and the masked vigilantes are on the same side. Um, there was this t- white supremacist terrorist organization called the Seventh Calvary that sort of taken Rorschach's ideology and twisted it into sort of white nationalism. And they were uh, basically on the on the there was a war between them and the cops. And they committed this thing called the White Knight, where on Christmas Eve, they went in and shot up all the cops in their homes. Mm-hmm. So after that, cops were required to wear masks um, so to hide their identities. And they like can't, some heroes, right? Yeah, they can't tell them where they live. So they have a, cops have a secret identity now. Um, one of the characters, Sister Knight, she was a victim. She was a cop who got shot, um, she becomes this mass vigilante called Sister Knight, um, along with, what, Looking Glass, there's Red Scare, um, Pirate Annie or something? I forget. Pirate Patty or whatever. Anyway, basically, superheroes and cops are on the same team, and there's been this sort of, like, uh, ceasefire between the cops and the 7th Cavalry, you know. Um, And in this world, this world is a very ultra liberal world society that they live in you know cops have to they need uh permission to use their guns their their guns are on lockdown tv shows have like all these warnings they have to sit through like five minutes of warnings like the following you're about to receive is is contains offensive this and contains murder and and you know lgbtq and all that you know so they live in this very ultra liberal society and it's kind of getting to everybody, you know? So when I, that's another thing. When I hear this shit about people saying it's too woke and it's too liberal, right? 
they're, say, they're actually saying, well, if you either side, both sides have hard stances. And if you go too far one way, that's going to fuck up society too. You can't go, you know, you got to find a middle ground. Right. So they live in this very left wing liberal world where, you know, there's all this resentment towards, you know, racism and stuff like, the, you, you know, the, the black people got reparations or the, the reef red for nations, they call them. Yeah. You but know? it's like a derogatory term to call it. Yeah. Yeah. They call it the red for nations. But, but only, repar- only the uh, Tulsa massacre. Yeah. They were descendants of the Tulsa massacre. So, yeah. So basically what they, they, the, it goes back to the Tulsa bombing. When we talked about that in an early episode, the Tulsa, the black wall street massacre. Um, and we, we find out that some guy survived that and he has orchestrated the murder of the chief of police. And Sister Knight was very close to the chief of the police. And so she's been investigating. So what she's finding out is that he was a, that he probably has ties to the Seventh Cavalry. And, and, um, we, there's, they haven't really revealed it yet, but he probably might, I think he might've had something to do with the white knight, you know, the chief of police. So I'm probably had, you know, remorse about it. And then, you know, yeah. Um, as a way to stop the race war, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you have, uh, the looking glass character, who's still traumatized by the squid attack. That's another thing. This show goes into the squid attack. Right, like, which, which um, Zack Snyder said could never be filmed because it would make yeah. any sense live action. And they still was like, hold my beer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that's the reason, kind of reason why I went back and watched or read the book again because mm-hmm. I, I never really fully understood the squid attack in the book. Right. You know, I always thought, is it an alien or they made they? I know they claim they cloned they cloned this thing, but I never really fully understood it, you know. Yeah. But I'm now, like, whatever. Now, what they you said know? was actually kind of weird because they said he cloned the mind of a psychic. Yeah, the so, brain. Yeah, the brain of a psychic or something like that. And I'm like, they got psychics in this in this world, like like. Yeah. But he just said it so casual, like until then, no psychic existed. But whatever, you know. Yeah. So the the looking there's this whole population of people who who are traumatized from that squid attack. A bunch of people died, but it also created this psychic sort of trauma that like burned into everybody's memory. And they've been living the last 30 years in, in like fear. Mm-hmm. And this character looking glass, he's on the co- He's another vigilante hero mask. He wears that mirror mask, kind of like Rorschach. Um, and he, he's living in fear of, of, uh, of, of another psychic attack. And but there's a population that believe that the government that kind of think that that it was a hoax. So through this investigation, we're finding out that the Seventh Cavalry know that the government orchestrated the squid attack. Well, and that I mean, Ozzy Rorschach, was, but New, New Frontier put the information out when Rorschach died. They put his yeah, journal out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Rorschach, yeah, the New Frontier, yeah, put out that put out that journal. And so they think that that it's uh yeah they know that it's not real, and also that Senator Keen knows too that dude running for president the senator Keen Keen was the he's the son of the Keen Act right back in, in, in seventy seven yeah that uh, that outlawed 
superheroes. Mm-hmm. So that dude, even that dude's part of the Seventh Cavalry. Oh, wow. So they know that 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 Adrian Veidt, Ozymandias orchestrated this whole attack, and they're planning on doing something. They got some portal thing that can. They're they're planning some kind of attack. Yeah, because like, he nah, because yeah. uh, Ozymandias, you know, he had teleportation back in the in the Watchmen book. He figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they got a teleportation device, and they're planning on doing something. Um, sound like another terrorist attack. Yeah. Yeah, and then meanwhile we have Sister Knight, that old uh, Louis Gossett Jr. He's like a hundred and three years old. Turns out he's the survivor of the Tulsa attack, the Tulsa massacre. Right. And um, last night's episode revealed his whole backstory. Which was never revealed in the comic before. No, no. So he, and, and this is what pisses every all the sensitive comic skaters off, that he was the original Hood of Justice. Right. So I'll let you take <laughs> over now. Okay, all right, hold on. <laughs> so yeah, so apparently in and like I said, in the original book, Hooded Justice was never revealed. His identity was never he never took his mask off, they never knew his name, anything like that. We didn't know. Matter of fact, they said he might have been hinted at at being a white guy, maybe a white guy from Russia or something like that. That's what they thought mm-hmm. he was. Yeah. Uh turns out, no, in this in this episode, it turns out he's a black guy. Yeah. Been a black guy the whole time. Not only is he black, he's a black gay guy. So yeah. Mm-hmm. The first superhero in the Watchmen universe is a black gay dude. Which yeah. is also going to, you know, piss off comics, get stuff like that. That inspired uh, the Minuteman and everything. And inspired the Minuteman, the whole thing. And it was interesting what he was inspired by. Now, like I said, Eli, you read the back of those books. Like, what was that name of the book? Under the Hood and stuff like that. Yeah. And even said in those books that they were inspired by Superman. Like, not actually Superman, but they have Superman comics in the Watchmen yeah. world. Yeah. So he was inspired by the Superman comics. But, not, yeah. but he wasn't just inspired by the Superman comics. This is where it gets deep. He was also inspired... By remember that uh, movie he was watching as a, as a kid in the first episode, yep. Bass yep. Reeves. Bass Reeves. Now, but he's also a descendant of Reeves because his last name is Reeves. Now, is he, or did he change it? I don't know. I just saw that his last name was Reeves. Yeah, his last name is Reeves. Also, like I said, was never mentioned in the book. But here's why <laughs> Bass Reeves is is, is an important detail mm-hmm. because Bass Reeves is actually the inspiration for the Lone Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. So the Lone Ranger is inspired by a black dude, uh, Oklahoma Sheriff, stuff like that. So he's inspired technically by the Lone Ranger and Superman to become a superhero. Yeah. Oh, so and what makes it so interesting is that that look what he's wearing. He's wearing a, a noose around his neck and he's wearing a hood. He's yeah. taking two things that associate with, you know, the clan and he's appropriated for his own self. Like he basically pow- took the power into himself, you know. Yeah. So I think all that, you know, is pretty interesting right there. Here's another thing that I caught on Twitter. This was going to piss people off about this. Remember the uh, the guy that bombed that Jewish place? Yeah. Okay. Did you catch his name? No. Okay. So his name was Fred. Now, here's what they're saying. Fred, since he was in, in New York, his name was Fred. He was a businessman. He had ties to the KKK. They're saying that might have been Fred Trump. Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get into detail about it. You can kind of see where I'm going. I'm going to just leave it at that, you know. Oh, side note. You know what I saw the other day? I watched. I watched. I finally saw The Kitchen. Oh, you find, Okay. What do yeah. you think? I, I think it's all right. The, the, the book is way better. You're right. The book is way better. Yeah. But there, there's a dig at Trump when the, the mobster is talking about, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're getting into some real estate 
in uh, in Midtown, and some millionaire shit for brain son is uh, buying, putting up all the money for it. But, you know? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they took a dig at, you know, you, the dig at the Trumps on this one also. So, and it was interesting, you know, when he took Fred, you know, to the police officer and the sign it threw up. That is a KKK sign. They didn't make that shit up. Yeah, the Cyclops. The Cyclops, yeah, they make it up. If you watch Trump's speeches, he throws that sign up all the time. I'm just throwing it out there. So you, you make it whatever kind of connection you want to. But then you say that's either for the KKK or that's it's, if you turn upside down, it spells white people or something. Whatever you want to call it. Basically, it's a KKK sign he was throwing up. You know, didn't want to go into detail about that. Oh, all the stuff they were just throwing in there, man. It was just little bitty stuff they were throwing about. He had, to, uh, you know, not tell anybody his identity or how when he find a cake like the KKK's plan was yeah. to throw hidden messages into media to brainwash black people. Yeah, and they didn't believe him. It was like, no, no, that shit happens. That shit yeah. fucking happens. Like you listen to the radio right now. You listen to uh, any R and B station. What are you gonna hear? A bunch of rap songs about uh, killing, drug dealing, disrespecting women, all stuff like that. But you never hear it on any other radio station. <clears throat> you know. And now you can say that now those are not the only songs that are being made right now. But some of the songs you'll hear right now because any other song other than that won't get played. So you can you can. Um, Say that there's some kind of agenda going on with that. All these, you know, real housewives and basketball wives, stuff like that, where it's just nothing but just women disrespecting each other. There's yeah. some kind of agenda there. You can read into it. So other people don't want to believe him because they can't see it, but he's seeing it for himself right there. And it all comes back at the end of it also. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, just little bitty details. It was just all going through the episode. Uh, oh, and like we said, we're talking about how the, the cops were like super racist, right? Yeah. And, you know, they were basically putting him on just for like a publicity stunt. Okay, we know they're evil. But let's go back to the Minutemen. The Minutemen yeah. were using him just as much, but they're yeah. liberal. Yeah. You they know, were his, they, they, they were, they, they were, he was their mascot. Exactly. That's the only yeah. reason they put him on. He was on their team. Washington Redskin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we tied all back together. So you got <laughs> both sides. You got the, you know, the right wingers using them, and you got the liberals using them, you know, for their own personal agenda. Now the yeah. the, the right wingers just straight up say, look, we don't like you. We hate you. You know, they their racism is like very, very overt. While the other ones, you know, just basically pander to him. Yeah. And you they know. and they and they they blow him off. Like he was after he was trying to go after the Cyclops. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, no, we got, you know, they're trying to start this race war, blah, 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 blah. Said, oh, no, forget about that. We're going after Molich, the magician right. or whatever. You because know, they like that, blew Because off. that gets more publicity. Yeah. Like, they didn't give a shit about racism and what was going on to the, you know, black people at the time. Right. They, they didn't, you know, it wasn't marketable. Didn't exactly. Sell. They only yeah. told him that stuff to get him on the team because he was the first person to become a superhero. So they know, like I said, that's the only reason they got him on the team. He was their mascot, you know. Yeah. But they and when he finally got him on the team, they didn't really care about anything he had to say. You yeah, know? no, that, that that so he became sort of, uh, yeah, he lost his his faith in superheroes, right? You know, and he inspired these people and shit. And so that's what I like. I like that it's taking all they're tying all that together. How they're take, you know, the whole the comment of that super like, probably my favorite character is melanie or not melanie laurie sorry okay <laughs> laurie blake yeah laurie blake. oh which another thing yeah. that's that time when you read it because her name in the in the comic was jupiter yeah but 
she found out that the comedian was her father, whose last name was Blake. So that's yeah. why she called herself Blake in the TV show. Yeah, and but, she has this line where she she hates superheroes. I mean, she's she's now an FBI agent who's in charge of busting vigilantes. Right. And um, I remember like when they're like, "He's a hero. He's ain't a hero. He's a fucking joke." You know, right. <laughs> and like she asks, what's the difference between a mask, uh, a cop and a mass vigilante? And the guy goes, I don't know. She goes, yeah, me neither. Because you know? <laughs> she's you seen know? the worst of what they can do. You know? Yeah, she knows she was she was one and she knows that that system didn't work. Right. You know, that's why I, she's like the most I don't want to say I like her character because you're really not supposed to like anybody. But she's the most interesting to me mm-hmm. just because knowing who she was. Knowing she like her ties to Dr. Manhattan, how she still has feelings for him. Right. She's calling him. They got those phone booths where you can call Doc Manhattan on Mars and shit. And mm-hmm. she tells him this joke about, you know, all those superheroes that go to hell and um the and she's the girl with the brick or whatever who threw the brick up or whatever. Like she's the one who if she wants, she could end the world. Just like she was also the one who saved the world. Like she was the only reason why Doctor Manhattan returned to Earth to save the to save the planet, right? And the fact that it all turned out to be bullshit, you know, he, she was her, his only connection to humanity. Yeah, she's the only reason why he gave a fuck about people. And then that whole thing was bullshit because Ozymandias set it all up. So that was just a big farce to her, like like the comedian. It's all a joke. So she. Right now, in this stage in her life, she doesn't give a fuck about anything. She's basically like Doc Manhattan mm-hmm. with us with sarcasm. That's I why like I like comedian because the comedian didn't really give a fuck about anything. Yeah, like she knows nothing really matters. Like she's like whatever, and I I just like I just like her demeanor and how she her attitude towards everything. And when she's she's interrogating Looking Glass, and mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so it's a racist detector. That's, that's, <laughs> right, that's an oversimplification. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Mirror guy, she's calling him mirror guy. He goes, you know, did you do an autopsy? If you read the report, you know that there ain't. Yeah. She goes, why ain't there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the funniest thing that like, big blue dildo that she pulled out. Oh yeah, she. It's in the, it's in the fucking case. She's got a case. And like you, you miss him that much? Okay. <laughs> and look all the Easter eggs too. She goes, play Devo. You know, because right, she was playing she said Devo that, like, in the book. Like Devo, we're like, who's Devo? You know, the the band yeah. from the seventies. So. Yeah, and then she's got the, the owl. She's got the pet owl. So she still got feelings for her. or doesn't dude got busted, right? Well, that's uh, the, and the book. You know, they just they change identities, so we don't know what happened. Yeah, but um, but they but in that when 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 the senator comes and tells her to go to Tulsa, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, what's his face got busted? If you go do this job, I can get him pardoned or whatever. So Night Owl is still doing shit, you know, and um, and he got busted. So so she still got some sort of feelings for him, but she's still, yeah, totally in love with. That's what's weird. She has this sort of, you know, cold demeanor, but she still has feelings for for Dr. Manhattan. Right. You know? I mean, but at the same time, like she fell in love with a guy. Yeah. So how, what other dude is going to you know measure up? Yeah. <laughs> Like and she knows the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really enjoying her character. But should we talk about Ozymandias? Because that's just blowing my mind. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with Ozymandias right now. I know he's so on he, some 
ranch or whatever. Yeah. yeah so uh, it shows Ozzy. So Ozymandias supposedly died. They're saying in, in, in the first episode, they say he got killed or was assassinated in Vietnam or something, okay. but he's been living in some sort of retreat, like a castle, like on some English countryside. And he's got all these servants that are clones, mm -hmm. you know, and he's doing some weird experiments where he's trying to make a suit and he's building a catapult. He's basically trying to escape whatever, whatever he's at. Right. Cause he tried to go somewhere and he tried to go too far and somebody came out of nowhere and stopped him. Yeah. And at first I'm like, well, he's probably in that dome. What's that dome he built in Antarctica? Yeah. But he, like if you walked in that dome, the Vivarium or something. Yeah. Whatever you call it. Yeah. But whoever yeah. went in there, like he, but he blew that thing up, and then anybody yeah. walked in there and died. So that's what I think. I was like, "Well, is he in Antarctica?" But then, as it, as the show reveals, it keeps going on. No, he's on another planet. He's on like Mars or a moon or something. Yeah, because he, he's, yeah, because he teleports himself, and then he's. Oh, okay. That makes more sense now. That makes yeah. more sense. And he's trying to escape. He's building those catapults and building those suits. Just so he can survive in space, mm -hmm. and he's using all those clones to to catapult out of that atmosphere or whatever. Right. And remember, he he it shows it was it last week's episode where he finally catapulted himself onto the moon or whatever. Right. And of, then somebody the yanked him back. Yeah. And you see all the dead bodies of the clones that he was. Right, because he was launching and, them out to see if it'll yeah. work. <laughs> and then he takes their bodies and spells out "Save me," and that satellite. <laughs> the satellite flies by and shit. <laughs> so that's just weird. And the fact that he's using clones, because let's go to Lady True. Mm -hmm. Now there's a theory that I, Lady True. So Lady True, she's a Vietnamese woman who bought over Adrian Veidt's, Ozymandias' company. Mm -hmm. So she runs Veidt Industries or whatever. And Vietnam. And as if you know, the Watchmen universe America won Vietnam because of Doc Manhattan. Like within so a Vietnam, week. Yeah. yeah, Vietnam is now an American state. Yeah, it's the fifty-first state. Yeah, so that's why Sister Knight was born in Vietnam, and it's it's just another state. So this woman is from Vietnam. She took over Ozymandias's corporation, and they're doing cloning. They're doing experiments, you know. And she's building that that machine in the middle of Tulsa that that tells time or whatever. It's some big giant structure that is supposed to be impervious to earthquakes and it's a thousand miles from any ocean and you know can survive basically anything except a direct nuclear blast right you no know, so she's in charge of i think she knows that ozymandias is alive and i think she knows where he is they haven't revealed that yet but here's the kicker i i read a theory that she the the lady true she's the daughter that of the woman the comedian shot in vietnam mm, i see what you're saying but she would have to be a lot older than that no the daughter which means she would have been born in the 70s because she was pregnant remember that woman right 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 she got shot in the head right yeah yeah well, she shot she her shot, and, yeah. that, and that doc manhattan might have saved her because doc manhattan would have seen what she would have done yeah you know Save the unborn child. This child, because he sees time simultaneously, so he could have seen that that child builds this structure or whatever. And because remember, the comedian said, "I shot her, and you didn't do anything." You know? Right. He could. I mean, because he could save her if he wanted. To. Yeah. 
So that's just that's just I was like, whoa, I never thought of that. <laughs> but um, but that's just interesting how the, she's she's cloning, mm-hmm. and then Doc or Ozymandias is has is doing cloning on that habitat that he's on because he's got all these servants that are <laughs> that right. He just burns them like he remaking the Doctor Manhattan you know, experiments, burn them alive. <laughs> And that and that episode where Lady True buys that house from that family mm-hmm. and then gives them a baby. Remember, they couldn't get pregnant, so well, here's a baby, and let me buy your house and land. Right, and and it's five million dollars. Get go go get out of here. And then you see that meteor fall on the yeah. farm. Yeah, people are saying that's probably Ozymandias coming back to Earth. Hmm. Dumb. Now I got to rewatch the whole whole season so far. <laughs> yeah, this yeah I, I did. I rewatched every episode leading up to the last night's episode. Okay, because so. I was getting caught up with the comic. But like I said, we're gonna revisit this when it's when it's all done. Like on episodes nine episodes in the season, we're going to do a blowout. We're gonna do the comic versus the movie. Zack Snyder's yeah. movie versus the TV show. Do we say clock be up by then? Yeah, yeah. We just gonna. Cause, cause I now yeah. gotta read Doomsday Clock again. <laughs> Oh Jesus! This is too much. <laughs> Fuck it. We're, just, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. That's, that's what they pay us for. Yeah. <laughs> Have a yeah, check I mean, in the mail. It's going. all building up to something. We, I kind of, I kind of think I know what the Seventh Cavalry is doing. We don't know what Lady True and Reeves, Old Man Reeves, is doing because they're doing something too. They're fi- He said three days. Mm-hmm. Something's happening in three days. So they so, have their own Doomsday Clock in there because you know it's, yeah. it's all parallel to the book also. Yeah. So this this whole thing, like if, if the world finds out that Ozymandias orchestrated the squid attack, mm-hmm. that I mean, this is not what happened in Doomsday Clock. That shit got out and that's what fucked up the world. And that's why they left that universe and came to the DC universe. Exactly. Because basically everybody was at, you know, a ceasefire. But they're like, OK, well, now, nah, now nah, we back to nuclear war again. Yeah. So um, and Laura is the only one who really well, Laurie and. uh the only people who know are Ozymandias, Laurie, Night Owl, and and Doc Manhattan for sure. Mm-hmm. You know who are who are there. So, <laughs> okay, so. but yeah, I, yeah, I'm totally digging on it. I'm, I this is this shouldn't have worked. I'm surprised that it's that good because this I, sounded. I, I'm, I'm surprised more people aren't watching this. Yeah, I mean, y'all I mean, shut the hell up dumb. about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like I'm saying, like this this sounded dumb. Oh, a Watchmen TV show that's a sequel to the book, and it's not going to have any of the characters. Blah blah. I was like, that sounds dumb as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's going to be shitty. And it turned out to be like cool as hell. Yeah, and like you're saying faithful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and pushing all the buttons that the original comic pushed too. Right. Because yeah. it was it was politically charged and dealt with social issues of the time. I mean, there was no, there's no way around. That's just the nature of Watchmen. And Alan Moore was met, wrote it to push those buttons, mm. you know. So, so like I said, definitely watch it. If you haven't watched it, we broke it down for you. We're gonna break it down again a couple weeks from now. We're just gonna just go Watchmen out and really dig into it. Uh, yeah. That being said, let's move on to the next part of podcast. Let's talk about the video game section. I Not much, much want to talk about the. Uh, so there was this game called the thing link I sent you, Eli, was called Shinmu Three. Mm-hmm. Now the only reason I'm talking about this game because Shinmu Three has been in the making for 20 years. It was oh. a Kickstarter game. It was there was, Shinmu Two was on Dreamcast. Oh and wow! Been, yeah, it was made by Sega, and they've been trying to make this game ever since then, from 1999 to 2019. 
couldn't get the game made, didn't have money to make it because, you know, Sega had money issues, stuff like that. The whole game is crowdfunded. They finally made the game. It got shit reviews. They said the game sucked. They said it should have came out 10 years ago. Because <laughs> right now it feels like it's outdated. So, but it's out. Any fans of Shinmu 2 who people say is the greatest game of all time, when it came out, they got part three out. Go play it. We told you. Have fun. What is, what is it? Uh, 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 I don't know what it is. It's a. Uh, it's hard to explain. <laughs> You're like a, a dude. Final Fantasy kind of game, or <laughs> kind of, but not really. You're a dude, and you walk around. <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> I so... spell M. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't really know how to explain this game. I, I played it honestly. I played like like five minutes of it, thought this shit is boring as fuck. Because it was like you putting on clothes and shit and, and watching TV and breaking the yard or some shit. Like, it's supposed to be, like, lifelike. So, if it's too realistic, I don't want to play this shit. You know, <laughs> it's just me. But it's out. I, the game has fans, so I'm just letting you know it's out. All right. All right. Uh, let me say, can we move on to the actual... Yeah, this is the part where we talk about the comic books, but the comic book bullies. We read some books, even though we're all booked out, but we're going to just write, go into it. You're going to um, review The Watchmen? <laughs> We will not not today. <laughs> there, there was another time, another place. <laughs> but Elon, I'm gonna let you go first because you read a shitload of books, and I kind of slacked off this week. Um. Okay. What should I do? Where's 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 my yeah? Pull up my comicsology. <laughs> what did I read? Absolute Carnage. Go for it. All right. Absolute Carnage number five? Was it five? Yeah, five oh five. So this wraps up the whole Absolute Carnage arc. Um, as you all know, uh, Carnage res- came back to life, has been infected um, with the symbiote. He's going around collecting the codexes, all the DNA samples of everyone who was ever infected with the symbiote and using those to... Uh, resurrect Null, the symbiote god. Um, Spider-Man and, and Eddie Brock have been fighting him. Um, last last issue, uh, the maker, he had made this machine that would suck out the codexes out of everybody, but instead of destroying them, he had them in a container. He was in a storage facility. So, um, Carnage attacked, you know, started fucking everybody up. Uh, even beat up a, a, a Venom Hulk. And uh, Eddie's like, okay, fuck it. He goes to the containment unit and gets infected by all the symbionts ever. So we have Ultra ultra Mega Venom versus Carnage. And they fight. Um, at some point, uh, he's after Dylan. Dylan is uh, Eddie Brock's son. He's right about to fucking get Dylan because Dylan's like the last piece, the last piece of the 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 the, the uh, of the the codex. He needs him to get to get or something. But Dylan's got some sort of weird power, so he ends up fucking up uh, Carnage. And um, Eddie basically takes back his symbiote and completes the. Uh, the 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 last basically the that that last piece was the last uh, one he needed to resurrect Null. So he, he used that to, to to destroy Carnage. But in the meantime, he awoke Null. So Null is coming, but the book ends. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Did we win? Yeah, we won. And yeah. Um, weird ending. So it basically ends, but it also sets up some other shit. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It was just a big-ass fight, a lot of action. Um, I just thought it kind of ended sort of abruptly. Yeah, you he know? just chopped him in half. I'm like, why didn't you do that earlier? Yeah. Because <laughs> before they made Carnage seem like he was so unstoppable, like you think that shit didn't even work. Like you did chop him in half. Okay, just put us up together and that's it. But no, nah, this time it worked. Like, yeah. Was it Deuce Esk Machina? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'll still give it a four out of five. I did enjoy this arc. This was very focused and, um, you know, but it just yeah. felt like it just ended like they had no yeah. way to end this like just end it let's just wrap it up real quick yeah yeah um really that, that's sense. i i that's how i kind of felt so yeah i give it a four out of five yeah same with me okay so uh next book i'm gonna review well first book i'm gonna review is batman superman number four okay, okay. so where we left off last issue is that blue beetle has become infected by the batman who laughs so he's not the blue beetle who laughs and he is taking over the Force of Solitude. He's actually controlling the Force of Solitude. And since the Force of Solitude is somehow linked to the Batcave and Hall of Justice and all this other shit, he's infecting, he's eventually going to infect everything if they don't stop him. So when they try to fight Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle's like, oh, no, it's not me. I got friends. I got family. And then two other people who laughs jump out also. You got Donna Troy, Wonder Girl, a.k.a. Wonder Girl, who's now the Wonder Girl who laughs. And Hawkman, a.k.a. the Hawkman who laughs. They show up, beat the shit out of Superman and Batman. Uh, they retreat, and Jim Gordon is there also, also beating the shit out of them for some reason. Well, he didn't beat the shit out of them. He just talks shit the whole time. Hawkman has his foot on Batman's throat, and Gordon that like, trying to disappear on me now when I turn around, Batman. Stupid-ass fucker. You know, just talking shit the whole time. <laughs> Somehow, Batman and Superman do escape. I can't remember how they do it. I think they smoke bomb or some shit. They go to another area. Um... Superman finds the main engine that controls the Force of Solitude. He's like, if I can shut this down, then I can trap them all in here. If they can't get out, then they can't affect the Hall of Justice and the Batcave, stuff like that. Uh, but in order for me to do that, I have to take control of the uh, the mainframe again. It means I have to get past Blue Beetle. Batman's like, don't worry about it. Um, I'll, hold, I'll hold off Donna Troy and Hawkman. And Superman's like, wait, what? Like, yeah, don't worry about it. I got him. I handle him. Okay. Superman does his thing, uh, fights Blue Beetle again. Donna Troy and Hawkman are rushing Batman. And this is like, okay, we're just going to kill this guy. Just, just fuck him. He's just a human. Stuff like that. Batman gets on a Kryptonian dragon. The Superman was hiding in one of his, you know, zoos. And just start okay. fucking him up. <laughs> you know, because he's Batman. Just riding, just riding the motherfucker. So Hawkman is able to kind of get the motherfucker. Like, Hawkman likes to beat the shit out of the Kryptonian dragon. Puts his hand on Batman. About to kill Batman. But that's when Supergirl pops out of nowhere. Apparently Superman has sent out some kind of a... Uh, signal that only kryptonians can hear or some shit she heard it she gets into a uh fights them off rescues batman like batman why are they why are our friends fighting you he likes a long story just get me to superman superman's fighting batman uh gordon throws a batarang at superman like that that batarang who lasts whatever like it can hurt superman supergirl jumps in front of him and catches it but she didn't know it it can affect him too so they want to infect superman but as long as it's kryptonian didn't matter it affects them anyway so she becomes the Supergirl who laughs. So now that she's infected, the secret six, the six people that uh, Joker who laughs, Batman who laughs trying to infect, that's all infected. So you got Batman who laughs, Shazam who laughs, Blue Beetle who laughs, Supergirl who laughs, Wonder Girl who laughs, and Gordon who laughs. Six people. 
and apparently Batman who's last is trying to bring over his Justice League Watchtower satellite from the Dark Multiverse. He's trying to bring it over here because in Dark Knight Metal, Superman opened up a portal to the Dark Universe to rescue Batman. So they're trying to use that same portal to bring stuff from the Dark Universe to here. That's why they're in the Fortress of Solitude because they did all this in the Fortress of Solitude. But he brings over the Justice League satellite. Apparently has the power to infect everybody on the planet if they look at it. So that's how the book ends. Yeah. Okay. Who story? Just action, action, action. You know, who to see Donna Troy again? Yeah, fortify. Cool. Yeah, I didn't even know this came out. I would have got it if I. Knew. It was like on the first page. It was like, oh, Batman. Oh, it's one of those year in the villain tie-ins. So I don't know if this connects to anything bigger than uh, that. Whatever. Yeah. Oh no. Alright, what else? Uh, uh, I'll do, should I do Conan number, what is this? What? Conan number 11? Right? Sure, makes it up. Yeah, so uh, basically the life and death of Conan. Conan's been, uh, last issue he was killed by those little demon kids from the Blood Witch who was uh, raising Razizel, the, the, the crimson god who needs Conan's blood because he's ultra badass and you know, has cheated death all these years, you know, mm-hmm. killing and cheating death. So his blood is full of this dark magic. So they killed him to take his blood, to resurrect this Raziel god. Um, this issue, Conan's dead. He went to Valhalla or wherever. He mm-hmm. sees his parents. He's a kid again. He's with the Sumerians. Who've all, he's, you know, he's back with his people, living in the afterlife. But he's like, no, this can't happen. I gotta, I gotta go back because that blood god's gonna fuck everybody up. So he starts climbing the mountain. The mountain keeps fucking, you know, avalanches and 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 storms and and beasts keep fucking getting in his way. But he keeps climbing for years and years and years, and finally gets to the top and meets Krom. Oh, he met Krom. He meets Krom. Oh shit. And he's like, Krom, what the fuck? He's like, you know, uh, I got to stop this fucking shitty-ass blood god from destroying the earth. And Krom's like, I don't give a fuck about all that shit. I sit on my mouth and I laugh. <laughs> you know, he's like, no, I, I, he's like, hey, the hell with you. I've, I've, I've traveled the earth. You know, I've spoken your name. People know who you are because I've traveled this world and, you know, brought your name to the, to, to the ears of many. And I've done it all and I fought in your name, motherfucker. And they kind of like, he's like trying to fight Krom, but Krom's like, you know, okay, okay, fine. You want to go back? Fine. You know, you're going to wish you stayed dead because now I curse you. You're going to end up growing old and die and you're going to be a withered old man. You're going to lose your strength. You're going to lose all your fighting skills. You're going to become old and decrepit and you're going to die in misery. And I'm going to sit here and laugh. So fuck you. And then (laughs) fucking boom, Conan's back to life. And the and the kids are like, oh shit, I thought you're dead. And then it, to be continued. <laughs> oh damn, Crom is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Worst god ever. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool, just you know, yeah, you know, Conan versus Crom, basically just yelling at each other and shit <laughs> on the mountain. <laughs> so I give it a four out of five. This was cool. You know, this Conan book was fun. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next book we're gonna do is uh Batman eighty three. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to knock it out. Uh, it's pretty much like the second to the last uh, issue of Tom King's, King's run. Is it? I think I think, I think. think he ended at 84. I think 84 is where he ends. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. This is City of Bane number nine. Okay. Yeah. Pretty simple. Uh, Batman is trapped in a room in the manor, 
in his own mansion, kept in the room. He wakes up, sees Alfred dead. Takes Alfred over to the couch. He cries, you know, sheds tears for him. Puts his cape over Alfred, you know, to lay him the rest. He's trying to find a way out of the room. He can't punch his way out because he made a brick wall. He just starts yelling, screams at the top of his lungs. He see a sign, well, not a sign, but he sees something written over a picture of him and his dad saying, you are not Batman. You know, realize stuck in the room, can't get out the room. Uh, a door blows open. He sees Catwoman. Catwoman's like, he's ready for you. Okay. So he puts on, he puts back on his mask, walks in the room. While he's walking out of this room, you can see all of the Bat family just lined up. You know, hypnotized, memorized writings to him. Batwoman, Duke, uh, Orphan, Robin, all of them just lined up and not moving at all. He gets to the end of the room and he sees Thomas Wayne, his father. Uh, you got Psycho Pirate on one end. Who's the guy? Van, Van, Ventriloquist? Is it Tweedledee? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. One of, some fat dude. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Thomas Wayne is basically talking to Batman, asking him, are you ready now? Are you ready to give it up? I've taken over the city. I killed Alfred. It's over. Are you ready to admit it's over? And Batman uh, basically just saying, no, because I know you'll never stop, and I'll never stop either. To be continued. That's that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy, easy breezy. Uh, I don't, I don't know really what the fuck's going on in this book. No. I thought the shit was whack. <laughs> I didn't think it was whack. I just thought it was like. Okay. Well, because last last issue they got she got shot. It was like Bane, like they were fighting Bane and then fucking they were right about to kill Bane or beat the shit out of Bane and then Thomas Wayne and shot for, or Bane killed Catwoman and then fucking Thomas Wayne shot Batman, shot Bruce. He had, no, he had nothing on. He had no armor. He was, yeah, you know. He just, but he just he wakes no up and everything's just normal. And it just, it, this the, this thing is just like, yeah, what the fuck is he? I thought now, he was if, dead. If, if I read the last issue, I probably would shit on this book. I didn't read yeah. the last issue. I just read this one. It's like, like eh. Okay. It's it's the ode to Alfred. Yeah, let's let's talk. Let's you know send Alfred off and it's trying to be sentimental and shit. I'm like, man, not now. Yeah, like, he we was were, reading a poem was... to him and stuff. And yeah, it's... yeah, I was just like, we're right there, right, ready to like get the shit going. And I know. mean, I, I kind of see the, the dichotomy of it. You know, his surrogate father died in front of him. Meanwhile, his biological father's ready to beat the shit out of him. You know. Yeah, well, they should have did that like four issues ago. Then. <laughs> I mean, this is part nine. <laughs> Of City of Bane. This shit should have ended by now. I know. I'm like, shit dragging on like a, a Tennessee Coach run or some shit. Like, man, right now you're going to get all fucking, you know, sentimental and shit now, right when the ass kicking's supposed to start. Right. Like, <laughs> it should have been before then. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. That's all the books I got. I got nothing else. Uh, what did I read? I read this Annihilation Scourge. Okay, cool. I Back don't know. Space, Marvel Space. Uh, so. The Scourge? Do you know who that is? Uh, the Scourge. Is it uh some up pasty alien? face white looking dude that's got no that's Wraith. No, it's like it's these alien like virus thing that's infecting motherfuckers in the negative zone. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Okay, yeah. And um Blastar. Okay, I know uh he, he looked like a like Beast Man from He Man. kinda. And got like uh fire hands with like that, blast hands and shit like that. No. No, but he, like, just, he, he looked like an animal or some type of shit. He kind of looks like Darkseid in this book. Okay, maybe uh, it changed look. But I, I know who Blastar is. He's from the negative zone. Like he's Yeah. Yeah, I know who he is. So he so basically this Scourge alien things are infecting everybody, and then he teams up with Annihilus, and they're like, Yeah, man, this and you know, we gotta fight this thing's like taking over the negative zone and shit. 
So, like, okay, well, you know, they keep – it's just a series of battles. They keep trying to, like, let's go to this planet, stop the scourge. They lose. We got to retreat. And they fucking go into space. Okay, let's launch our warships. They lose that battle. And, you know, okay, let's go to this planet. They lose that battle. Okay, this is our last chance. You know, you got to fucking – you know, the scourge is going to take over the negative zone. Somebody's got to go out and get the get people from the positive zone. Go get those superheroes and shit. So Annihilus, you know, goes out and tries to find, um, to, tries to get like, you know, the Avengers and everybody. But then he runs into uh, Nova, Richard Ryder. He's all drunk. And he's like, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing here, man? You're supposed to be in a negative zone. So, yeah, well, uh, the, the scourge is coming. So... That's about where it ends. I guess this is going to be a thing. This is this another event? It's, a, it's another annihilation event. We ain't had one in 10 years. Yeah, so that's kind of where it ended. Um, oh, uh, a sentry shows up. So the scourge is as sentry. Is being led by the sentry. Oh, that's not good. I, yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought this was fine. Three out of five, I give it. I mean, I don't, like, like I said, I'm not too familiar with Cosmic Marvel. Mm-hmm. I only read it because I thought you might have was going to read it. So. Honestly, just like you didn't know about Batman Superman, I didn't know about Annihilation. Because I love the Annihilation books. Yeah, I did read Annihilation back in the day. Um, thought that was pretty cool. But I don't, like, I didn't know any of these people. You know what I'm saying? Well, who who wrote this? Uh, Rosenberg. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat on him. Well, he's been doing uh, uh, The Punisher lately. So True. He also did those X-Men books, and I was like, eh. I guess. Remember the one that the guy that uh, racist guy kept throwing Jew symbols in the back of the book. Oh, yeah, he, not his fault, but the artist. I'm just saying that's what I remember. <laughs> but all right, yeah. other book I read was Immortal Hulk, uh, twenty six. What is? What are we on now? I can't. Uh, I think twenty seven. Is it twenty seven? Yeah, when I briefly looked at it, twenty seven. I can't get to the front page. <laughs> Um, 27, yeah, Mortal Hulk 27. So this is basically, uh, uh, you know, the Minotaur is taking over Roxxon, and he's basically coming up with the strategy to uh, take on the Hulk. He knows the Hulk's going to come. He's coming for him. And then um, he has, uh, what, what they call the Berserkers? Uh, I think so. Yeah, and he's like, uh, we're going to, yeah, the Berserkers. We're going we're gonna to watch the Berserkers after the Hulk. So there's a fight scene with the Berserkers and the Hulk. Hulk kicks their asses. And um, basically, uh, the Hulk can come out. It ends with the Hulk being able to come out in the daytime. Oh, so you can do that now. Okay. So you can, yeah, he's like, it's the start of a brand new day. And that's the last panel, you know. Together, you know, because all the the personalities in his head, he's got Joe Fix-It, he's got Banner, he's got... uh, uh, the devil hawk and all those motherfuckers all in is all in there. He's like, together we could be strong and we, and um, we, we, we don't have to hide at night anymore. So, or hide during the day. So it shows the sun rising and he's still the Hulk. And it says to be continued. Okay. So this is pretty breezy. Um, not much happens other than um, it's just kind of a filler. So I'll give it a three out of five. Damn. That's like the first night, 6.5 out of five Hulk book you ever Rated. Yeah, I mean it's just them preparing. It's just a lot of talk, like Minotaur talking shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I read? I can't remember what else I read. Oh, the question. 
Oh and yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. I, we got talking about the question. Yeah. I thought you were gonna read this. I started to, but like I said, I was <laughs> it's just too much. Because <laughs> I'm not too familiar with this guy, but yeah, I like he's Rorschach. He's Rorschach. Yeah. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the story a lot. So this guy Vic Sage, hmm. you know, he's like a newscaster. He's basically exposing corruption in the city, exposing yeah. these politicians and shit. Um, also, goes on the news. So Steve did co-creation like Spider Man, Doctor Strange. All yeah, he he goes on the news. He calls out these politicians on the air. Um, then at night he goes out as a question, and he's finding you know, he, he there's some uh, what the fuck was they called. I'm getting this like not the Cyclops, <laughs> that's the Watchmen. There's another, <laughs> there's another like secret organization that he finds out that the politicians are all, you know, like the Masons or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Illuminati, you know. He uncovers some secret organization and then he goes to like their the last known hideout, which has been shut down for like 50 years. But then he finds a, like a, another uh, question mask, and then that like gives him a bunch of weird memories and shit, you know. Um, gives him visions and shit. So then he goes to the dragon, I guess the guy that uh, caught him out of fight, you know? He's like, hey, man, I don't know what this is all about and shit, you know? It, and was, his name, guy, was his name Richard Dragon or just call him Dragon? Something like that. Yeah, something Dragon. Okay. And um, he says, oh, well, you know, put the mask on. So he basically has all these weird visions and he goes, has some memories. Um, and... Um, yeah, he's having. Yeah, he finds a guy with. I don't know if it's the original question or whatever, or if he's, or if it's him back in the day or something. Because this book is called the death, the many deaths or something, a Vic Sage or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the death, the deaths of Vic Sage. So he's basically maybe having memories of an old life or something, and that's kind of where it ends. Okay. But um, other than that, I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I mean, I like I like the story. It's on it's on the DC Black label, you know. So there's all how kinds much of you want to bet? Comic cast, circle jerks all over this book. They did. I, I told was, you. I, you want to know why? You want to know why? Oh yeah, because it's Jeff Lemire. Because it's Jeff Lemire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they did. I actually listened to their uh, show yesterday. I was actually in the live chat and all that shit. You know? Okay. Um, so shout out to Comic Cast. Yeah, shout out to Comic Cast. We love the guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd give it a four out of five. I enjoyed it, you know. So okay, um, I'll, I'll check out issue two when it comes out. I'll see. Um, oh, something is killing the children. Number three, um, James Tinian the fourth, Tinian or whatever horror story. Some monsters killing children. Some monster killer goes shows up to town and you know investigating. Um, I still like this book. I still this this one where the the killer gets arrested. And it's this really cool scene with her and the cop. She's like, you know, you know, I'm here. You know, I know those kids are dying, you know, and they've been dying for a while. You probably have them down as missing, but they're actually dead. And, you know, basically just talking shit to the cop. He's like, no, who's interrogating who? You know, so, um, no, I, I really like this. And while she's in jail being interrogated by the cops, the monster kills like five more kids and shit. So, says, yeah, how, so how could I have killed those people when I'm in here? So, right. <laughs> so, so, um, shit's blown up. I, I'm digging it. Horror story. Um, I give it a four out of five. And I think that might be it because I read Batman. And I, I read that. Conan. And um, I think that's it. Yeah. And I reviewed got... Carnage, but you read that. So I mean, you reviewed yeah. that. So yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I guess I'm 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 good. I guess we're good. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, you know, like I said, if you listen this long, just like, share, subscribe. Uh, just listen to our sister podcast, Geek Sav. Uh, just listen to Comic Cast to review all the books that we didn't read because we didn't really. Well, I didn't read shit. <laughs> I slacked off this week. <laughs> I had a lot going on. Uh, we also have Hootie TV, some wrestling podcast. What was the name of it? Wrestling. Wrestling Council. Let's go with that. Uh, the Council. Talking Balls. We got Get Valiant. You know, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see when that Bloodshot movie comes out. See how those guys just flip the fuck out. <laughs> and uh, what else we're gonna do? What else? Uh, Hulu TV. I think I said Hulu TV. This is destruction. Instant destruction. Yeah, that one, the Transformer one. I think it's just Hasbro or whatever. Let's go with that one. Uh, so yeah, like I said, next week is Thanksgiving. Everybody has a, a good Thanksgiving. Don't be too woke. Have plenty of turkey. <laughs> Gain lots of weight. <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, and do some shopping, but don't. Punch the shit out of anybody. Just reasonable shopping. Yeah. Nice <laughs> Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel.